Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down sometimes with a friend and watch an episode of the classic 1990s anime Sailor uh. Moon and talk about why it is that we love it so much. We're back, everybody. Chris, heard, heard you missed us. We're back. How, 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 how do you like leaning over and on the, against that wall? Ooh, it's been where I've been for quite some time. <laughs> If you're listening to this in the future, if you're not listening to this in sequence, uh, it has been uh, it's been a minute <laughs> since we've been here. But uh, I am happy to be back, Jordan. Are you happy to be back? I wish I was happier to be back, but let's keep going. Wow, that was I gave it's, you a layup on that one, buddy. I know, but I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> what? What's? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Why aren't you happy, buddy? Because, like, you know what I miss is the show Sailor Moon about Sailor Moon. And you know what I, I don't, don't miss? remember what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Me fucking neither. <laughs> we got this goddamn spinoff about a girl and her horse boyfriend. And I didn't that, miss now, it. Now, this, unless I'm completely misremembering from when I, we, I watched this episode the first time we were going to do this show. There's not, like, a ton of horse in this. And there is quite a bit of Sailor Scouts. Yeah, but... I mean, again, we should introduce our guests so they could get in yeah, on the conversation. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> We've forgotten how to do the show. We've yeah, only yeah. done it 162 times. <laughs> but it was 162 weeks ago that we did that. Uh, that's also incorrect. Or something like that. Chrissy O'Brien Murphy is here to Hello! talk to us. Chrissy, welcome back to the show. You are a previous guest. Yes. Thank you for having me back. Of Hi. course. You you volunteered to take the horse boyfriend hits. How I did. I actually. How long has it been? Uh, ooh, I think ninety six was my last episode. My goodness! Wow. So it's been it's been quite some time. Let's yes. let's see. Let's let's load up old sailorbusiness dot com. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was going to be math. Uh, ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. And so let's see. That was oh oh goodness oh my yes. That's uh, that's the episode where uh, Haruka s- seduces Sailor Jupiter and then tries to murder her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a classic. <laughs> that was a good one. Chrissy, do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? No, I don't. I almost got to go to Japan a couple months ago, so then I would have had like a million, but the trip fell through, so uh-huh. I don't. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry the trip fell through, but maybe one day you will get to go. I, I intend to see someday. that statue of the girl. <laughs> I like it. Is there a Sailor Moon statue? Let's look it up. Is there a Sailor Moon statue? Should, there, there has to be one somewhere, oh, right? Fucking lame. There should be. It brings up all action figures and stuff. Oh, no, I don't want like a I don't want like a statue that I would have in my home if I was. 
I was about to say if I was a weirdo, but I'm here on this podcast for the hundred sixty first time. Chris, so there are probably people who call the action figures you have statues. Those are not statues. Also, how big a statue would you potentially have? Like, what's the height limit there? Th- that I would personally own. Yes. Uh, I I mean probably David size. I think is what I would want. <laughs> okay, wait, Chris. Here's my real question. Yes. If one of our generous fans bought you a life-size Sailor Moon statue, uh-huh. <laughs> would you display it in your house? Um, would I? Yes. I do have a wife. <laughs> yeah. Is the thing. Uh, who does not approve of a lot of my anime-related decisions. <laughs> um, I just Googled life-size Sailor Moon. Oh, no. I'm not seeing anything good. <laughs> Ooh, there's a there's a life size. Uh, at, apparently at the Sailor Moon Museum, there's a, a life size uh, Queen Sailor Moon and uh, purple suited uh, and not Endymion, purple suited uh, uh, Memoru from the end of time. No, that's that's he's King Endymion at that point. Is he right? King Endymion again? That's yeah, weird. I think, he goes, I think he uses that name. That's weird that he goes back to his past life name. Well, she's she's Neo Queen Serenity. She goes back to her past life name. She's not Queen that's Usagi. Not, that's not her past life name. That's her mom. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it's even weirder. <laughs> it turns out. Are you sure that's their name in the future? I think so. Thank you, Chrissy. I am almost certain. I mean, that's. Listen, I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess it's like it's like going like Elizabeth the Third or something, right? Like you know, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah you I, know well, that's what she's called in the future. Is it like Pope names where like yeah, they just take up a name? Yeah, well, well, that's the same with the queens and the kings. I mean, you you'd think that it would be like that, except that we are not. We will not be watching a show about like Serenity the Third or Serenity the Fourth. It's just Queen Serenity. No, it's just they are the guess, same person. No, that's her and mother. I guess she is only the second one who has ever been Queen Serenity. Like, presumably, her mom was queen for all of time before she died. <laughs> I guess when you're queen for all of time, you don't really think about succession. <laughs> she, again, you keep saying they're the same person. I do not believe that her, she and her mom are the same person. No, I don't think they are either. No, Chris Chris said that. He did? Yeah, I think there's definitely a a soul continuity. But they both existed at the same time. Yeah, it's a weird show, Jordan. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't believe this. I don't think this is accurate. I think I think she just becomes queen and is like, I'm going to take my mother's name and be, instead of Serenity II, I'll just be Neo-Queen Serenity. Okay. All right. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else. What if we did that in regular names? So instead of being like, you know, J- Jordan D. White Jr., it was like Neo-Jordan. <laughs> I, sh- I, I think... I mean, it's too late for me. I've already given my son a name, but Chris? Small Jordan. Chris, I think when you have a, a, a young boy, you could name him Neo Chris. <laughs> I, I like how you say when I have a young boy as though I am Bruce Wayne. <laughs> You're right. When you, when you take on a ward. When I acquire a, an orphan. <laughs> and make him yes, change legally, his name to legally. Neo Chris. I mean, if he wants to inherit yeah. your Sailor Moon statues. Yeah, apparently like, there's a... Hey, Christy, you don't have yes. any new uh, Sailor Moon developments, but do you have any Sailor Moon uh, things that you would like to talk about <laughs> since we're just sitting here talking nonsense? The best nonsense. Sorry, go ahead. Well, 
I mentioned this in my email to you guys, but the reason I wanted to come on towards the end of the season this time was I really want to talk about the manga because I really like this arc in the manga. Sure. And the end of the anime season is when they kind of touch on a little bit of the manga plot, but then still like completely do a much worse version. I'm not phrasing that well. Um, It's just a completely different story. Yeah. Guess you could say it's a horse of a different color. Oh. <laughs> no, well, I mean, the horse is black and white. I guess you could say they're saddled with a completely different plot. <laughs> I guess you could say they're running roughshod over Naoko Takeuchi's vision. <laughs> that you could say, yes. It's exactly the thing you were complaining about. Like, the manga storyline is about Sailor Moon and the Scouts, and, like, Chibiusa plays an important part in it, but it's not the Chibiusa show, and Helios is a supporting character, and nobody's a creep. (laughs) Like, like, yes, I'm not going to lie. Sailor Moon is in this episode. The Sailor Scouts are in this episode. But how do I put this? Sailor Moon is in this episode like Sailor Jupiter is in an episode in season one. Like, that isn't a Sailor Jupiter episode. She's just, they're there. They're all cast members. But it's called Sailor Moon, friend. I want her to be the most important scout most of the time. We'll get we'll get to it when it happens. But I think there is a as much as I I thought this episode was actually pretty enjoyable. I there is definitely a huge missed opportunity for what I think would be a really good bit of uh like Usagi related like development that I wish they would have done. Or not even development, but like it's just a good Usagi moment, you know? What uh do you wanna bring that up when we get there in the episode or do you wanna Yeah, talk I'll, about I'll that bring now? that up when we when we get there. Um before then, I do want to take a moment and talk about why it's been so long oh. since the last time people heard us. Uh Christy has been waiting patiently. We have uh we have backed out on recording with you, I think, three times before now. Oof. That sounds right. Is it really that many? Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, obviously part of the gap was that we took the holidays off, as we usually do. Yeah. Which is why our last episode was the Christmas episode, where we listened to that amazing song, which I didn't talk about on the show. But we I do want to mention here that when Usagi sings, when the Saints go marching in, there is a background chorus of kazoos, <laughs> which I didn't mention on the show, but I actually wrote down and wanted to talk about in case people didn't know that album was very weird. <laughs> uh, but part of the reason that we uh, did not do a show before now is that I had some pretty taxing uh, meds issues, actually. Um, as as you might know, if you've listened to me talk about it on this show or on some other podcasts, I got the depression. I got the anxiety. Uh, so I am on some medicine for that. And a lot of the stuff with meds uh with like psychiatric meds is trial and error like you kind of just have to go on a bunch of stuff and see what works and so i was on one for a while i don't want to get into brand names uh, not unless they pay us for advertising yeah kidding i'll take it (laughs) i'll take prozac presents uh sailor sailor business any day of the week my man ask your actual doctor not sailor mercury uh, but yeah, I, I was on one that made me so forgetful that I, for, I forgot I had agreed to do a convention until I started getting emails about registering for it. Oh no. Wow. Forgetful as a side effect. That's awful. 
yeah, I was just, I was, I was really just foggy all the time. Um, and so when I realized that was, uh, the huge problem that it was, I went and changed things up. And the next one that I got, uh, made me so tired. Like, and it's what I was on for all of December and the first little bit of January. So if you go back and listen to the podcast then, and I seem more tired than I have been in a while, it's not just because of the horse. <laughs> There's chemicals involved. Oh, wow. I don't have any kind of excuse like that. Well, you're just worn out by, <laughs> you're just worn out by Sailor Moon Super Astronomy. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I noticed that that one was a big problem yeah when uh i went to bed at 8 30 one night and got out of bed at 11 30 the next morning and the entire purpose of me being on this medicine is to not stay in bed for 16 hours <laughs> like i can i can do that with my regular brain chemistry <laughs> oh god it's not supposed to be funny when you're suffering chris no but like i i do think i do think it is important to for for people to be a little more open about you know mental health stuff yeah. and and meds and just you know a reminder if you are having trouble with your medication you're you're not alone in that i was too and uh now i'm on something else that seems to be working out very well then jake got sick <laughs> then i had to fly across the country a couple times then then uh jordan you were tired one night i had to work late one night you had to work late. That was it. I'm sure you were tired afterwards. Sure, of course. Yeah. Um, it's been tough. We, we, and we, we're sorry. Um, we really are. Uh, I know. We're, we're sorry and we're acting sorry. Right. But we're acting it because we are it. Because, again, I know, I know people really like the show. And. I've heard that. They miss it. I've seen I like no evidence of it myself, but. They miss it when it's not around. And so uh, we're going to do what we can to get it back to y'all. Yeah. And it starts here with this episode. Uh, but but here's but so so this is the so okay let's get i want to get real i'm gonna lay it on the table okay all right get get real with me right now in real Christy, life are you prepared to get real i am usually fictional but i will do my best <laughs> thank okay you. thank you for me it's currently as we record this january 22nd mm -hmm. our last episode came out on december 16th we didn't record it on January on September on December sixteenth. We we recorded it. I don't even know when. Sometime before that, obviously. Yeah, not too long before that, if memory serves. Right, but even so, and oh, and that was a chibi episode, which wasn't about the show. So let me go back an episode past that. The last episode about the show we did came out on December tenth. It's been over six weeks, or around six weeks since our last episode came out about the show. So. I haven't watched the show in between since, and except for yesterday. I watched this episode. Oh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for it. Jordan. Yes. Our heroine is Usagi Skino. Oh, God. <laughs> She's 14 years old. You're fucking lying She's to me. Her blood type is O. She's the heroine? Are you sure? Yeah. Because she didn't I'm pretty do sure. that much in this episode. It sort of seemed like the little pink-haired girl. Oh, wait a minute. Are you tricking me? Because well, the little pink-haired yeah, girl's name is Usagi Skeeter. <laughs> she's not 14 years old, though. No. Well, she's 914. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So I, I put this episode on um, yesterday, and my literally my first note is, oh, right, this. <laughs> because I had <laughs> completely forgotten everything about where we were in the show and then it came on and i was just like oh here's here's a legitimate question that i think we need to ask um that i need to ask let's hear it i don't i don't need like details but like is stars good um listen 
it's been a long time and I don't remember in depth whether it's good. I do remember it being bananas enough that I was like, whoa, all the time. And I yeah, also remember, I remember definitely lo- different. Yes. I remember loving some, some one of the songs <laughs> and the new theme song. The new theme great, song that is what's important. It's great. And one of the songs in the show is great. Um, and when I was tweeting about how I missed Sailor Moon being the main character of Sailor Moon last night, uh, on the Sailor Business Twitter, uh, someone, I was like, I can't wait till she's like the main character. Somebody did tweet back, uh, you know, season five, bro. And I was like, I can't wait. So, <laughs> and, and don't forget after, after that, we'll have something. Yeah. Oh, if, we whether it. it's, whether it's crystal, whether it's, it's I have Guardian. an idea. Oh, oh, Christy, do share. I yeah, and I I don't want to like put you guys on the spot here, but I was thinking it would be really cool if you took like a short break and did Madoka because it's a short show. There's only twelve episodes, and I think you'd both have a lot to say about it that the listeners would be really interested in. And by the listeners, I mean me. I've heard great things. I, I think we should do a season of business cards. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Just a real quick fifty episodes. Oh yeah, um, yeah, you can do Going that. Going card captures. I'm not doing that. That's a show I'm, I know nothing about other than that it has the word cards in it. I mean, our our heroine is. Oh, I wish I could remember her name. Uh, Sakura. Obviously, I don't remember her last name. <laughs> um, Madoka, on the other hand, I was sold on sold on enough not to ever watch it, but sold on enough to vaguely go, <laughs> I would like to watch that, by someone telling me it was the Watchmen of Magical Girl series, and I went, all right, you got I think, me. <laughs> especially, like, coming off of all of the original Sailor Moon series, that would be just, like, a really great mental experience. Well, I can't promise you that. But it is an interesting idea. Um, Again, I don't want to make any solid promises on this because right now I'm dying from this show. <laughs> so Listen, dramatic. I know, but I was just like, oh, why are we watching this again? And that's something I never thought I would say about Sailor Moon. But I'm so sick of this fucking chibi. It's almost over. It is. You, t- you got to take six weeks off. Come back to it with some, with, with some fresh eyes. I just did that. Clear eyes, full hearts. I just did that. In addition, um, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, how come I wasn't this miserable when I did this last time? And I think the answer is because I watched an episode every business day, <laughs> every work day. Every sailor business day. Every sailor business day, which meant I went through it much faster. Like it was far yeah. less drawn out. Even if I wasn't enjoying it, uh, I, I was like almost done already. <laughs> yeah, you also didn't have to spend... 90 minutes talking about each episode although like, i tweeted we a lot. spend a lot of time with the show what was the first what's the first episode of the season i mean one i don't i don't even know let me look let me look uh i i wish i could tell you here we go sailor moon super s 128 um let's see when episode 128 came out of sailor business that was uh the pastel upside down uh december 17th 2017 (laughs) (laughs) we've been living with this fucking horse for a year over a year yeah yeah (laughs) we sure have like what a year it's been the people who did the grown-ups 2 podcast only did it for a year that's true (laughs) and that one was called the worst idea of all time (laughs) i know (laughs) All right. All right. Let's yeah. it sounds like it sounds like we're about ready to just get on into it. 
<laughs> of course. This is going to be fun. Guys, I'm sorry I was so, so down just now. Yeah, I'm going to try to pep myself up. And I don't appreciate it. Everybody <laughs> wants to have a good time. Everybody's going to be yeah. like, oh, wow, I'm so excited for this new episode of Sailor Business. Oh, wait, it's just these two dudes complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being a real Sailor Scrooge. Yeah. Be, are, are you a... Are you a... <laughs> I was just envisioning are... Scrooge McDuck in a sailor suit, and now I may need to draw that. <laughs> I, I like it. I'm in. Listen, are you a... Writing that down. Chris, this joke that you have struggled to try to get out multiple times now and then cracked yourself up better be real good. No, it's bad. It's there's really a lot of, bad. There's a lot of buildup here. Let's hear this one. Let's Jordan, hear it. Jordan, are you a sailor scout or a sailor scant? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is what you're paying for, Patreon friends. Oh, and we appreciate you. All right, here we go. Are we ready? I'm ready. Yeah, of course. Let, let's right. get let's get to it. Here we go. Nope. Born to be kings with the so, That's what we do, no. right? Is that the no, one? That's, not, that's not the right sound cue. I think that's the eye catch, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think I've I think I've got it. I think I've got this one. If this is, is this it? it? No. You're right getting one? closer. You're getting okay. closer. That's only like twice removed from what the cue we're going for. Okay, if it, you play the Christmas one, I'm going to fucking scream. Is it this one? Uh, it isn't. It isn't that. Are you sure? Um, I'm pretty positive. Do you have any about horses at least? I would do that episode. Okay. What <laughs> is it? Is it this one? No, I don't think it's that one. Doesn't that's sound that's the last one I got, so it's oh, going to have to be. Then I, and we'll just assume that's the one. Uh, I, I I actually remember to put the tuxedo mask noise in this time. Oh, but yes, everybody. He doesn't appear. <laughs> we are watching episode 163 of Sailor Moon Supers. It is called Labyrinth of Mirrors, Chibi Moon Captured. Jordan D. White. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, this thing. I forgot about this bit. Yeah. All right, let's do it. You got to do the bit. I, I forgot it existed. It's it been, hasn't been six that. It's weeks. It's been a month. No, it's been six weeks. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Oh, God. I'm ready. <laughs> grump, grump, grump. That's all you are. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's do the intro. Uh, I don't remember how I set this up. Do I set this up? <laughs> You usually do. You say to me something like, Jordan, did H. Reginald Cloverway think that this episode's title was sufficient? And I go, no, of course not. Uh, he said to them, oh, for fuck's sake. What the fuck did he do you say? Do think you guys will ever get H. Reginald Cloverway cosplayers? Oh, I thought you were going to say get him on the show. And I was going to say he's not a woman. So, no. We don't, we don't know. I mean, I guess we have been using male pronouns to refer to h reginald cloverway but we don't know if they like we we've called no h reginald cloverway a him so much so if we don't know we're not doing our jobs properly i i mean look he, here's a secret jordan i'm gonna get up real okay. close to the mic i made Uh-oh. him up i can do it <laughs> oh that's a big relief i am i am i am the master of h reginald cloverway's fate oh so is he um is are they a man or a woman? Who can say? It's 2019. Gender is a construct, and we're evolved. You can it. say you just said you're the master. Are 
episode was written by Yoji Anokido. Wait, we didn't finish the bit. It was directed by Harume Kasaka. The animation director was Marie Tominaga. It originally aired. <laughs> yes, it's almost Valentine's Day, Chris. <laughs> it originally aired on February 10th, 1996. Jake, put a love song in here for me, please. <laughs> I don't have anything in the soundboard, and I'm sorry. Uh, Jordan. What, uh, Jordan. Yes. Mirror Maze Mayhem. That would be a great title. That's not the one they thought of. Um, okay, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. None of the words from... from I. No words are shared between the two. Well, that's... Not even Moon? No, not Moon. And especially... Given what happens in the episode, not mirror, which is insane. This episode should absolutely have mirror in the title. Uh, no, it does not. How can how could you possibly get this? Horse of a different flavor because they barbecue. No, nope, nothing about horses. Nothing about horses. Uh, do we get an origin in this one? Uh, no. Yes. Do, do we? Sort of. There's some of Nahalenia's backstory. Is that in this one? I think or... that's this one. No, yeah, she does. She tells her story in this. So, okay. What's another way to say oh, there's no way you're going to get this. What's another way to say the evil origin story? Tragic past. Oh, uh, but like, can you simplify evil? DC comics can't stop doing these stories. <laughs> no. Bad beginnings. Oh, that's a, that's Bad a great beginnings book. Is pretty good. That's a great book by uh, uh lemony snicket, but no. Well, okay. What's the simplified, uh, metaphor for good and evil it i don't think it gets any simpler than that jordan it is the, the metaphor the the, the 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 most simple easy hackneyed metaphor for dark good and evil. debut okay you got the first word okay you got the first word dark Chris, uh, you know but what's a word for like a story about oh, a real old oh. thing a real old and we're story. sure it's not dark horse it's not dark horse dark horse begins <laughs> That's a that's a comic book documentary, but no, no, it isn't really. Um, story of darkness. No, I said a really old story uh, that you're not sure about the truth of it. The Epic of Gilgamesh. Dark no. Legend. Yes, the Dark Legend. Yay! That's Do really. I get a prize? Yes, it's called the fucking Dark Legend. That's a bad title, Rich. Yes. <laughs> Reggie, you goofed it on that one. You call him a nickname based on his middle name. Well, he, he goes, what, what am I going to call him, H? <laughs> I mean, Mr. Cloverway. Get with the program, Jordan. Okay, all right. Sir, you call him Sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, so it's, here's, here's where I want to start talking about this. It's the end of the season, which almost. means, for, for better or worse... It's almost the end of the season. <laughs> it's almost the end of the season. Uh, things are happening, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're at least getting progression. We are through the filler. We are into the stuff that happens. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the way the show goes every season. We have filler yeah. until it's yeah. time. Until they're like, oh, hey, we have, what, four episodes left? It's time for things to happen. So it's the end of the season. Right. So we at least have the illusion 
of forward motion, right? Like when things are finally wrapping up. Yeah. And that maybe that's why I'm liking these episodes so much because I can see the the horse at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I think oddly that's why that I was not title. enjoying them. Yeah, that would have been a better one. I I think that's why I wasn't enjoying them because I again at least I don't know because at least with the, I'm sure if I go back and listen to the filler episodes, I was complaining just as much then, but at least with the filler episodes, you get like fun little cute spotlights of this and that and the other thing. And there's lots to complain about this whole season, but I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I just saw that it was the continuing story and I was like, uh, right. A bunch of stuff. Yeah. Dog. I hate to remind you about this, but the filler episodes of this season have been quite bad. All I'm thinking, only thing I can remember is the episode where, where Mina dated two boys. And I was like, that was great. <laughs> uh, so we open with, where do we open? The moon. We open with the moon. We open with the end of the, well, technically we open on Memo moaning in his bed. No, but before that, there's a shot of the moon. <laughs> was there before that? Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. So we, we open on the moon, which is flashing. Which the moon does not usually do. I don't know. I went to bed before the uh, the super werewolf blood moon that we got uh, this week. I Did you see it? No. It was too cold to go outside. It was real cold. It was really cold. So then we, we, we show that Memo's in bed moaning. We show that the world is covered in spider webs, which apparently is a real thing, which is disgusting. Uh, people sent us Ew. images on, tw- in Twitter, on no. Twitter of uh, like thousands of spiders making webs all over things, and it's horrifying (laughs) that reminds me i don't know if there's any like significance to this as a larger symbol in stories or anything but i remember ages ago uh as a kid watching the rainbow bright movie they were weren't they covering the moon with a net did you guys ever see that do you remember i did not I don't recall that at all. I don't. I don't know. I tried if to look it up the, to see uh... if I could find it online to watch before this episode, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Hmm. Hey, listeners, if you remember the Rainbow yes. Bright movie, <laughs> uh, tweet at us or email us. We want to know all about it. I would love to get a summary, like a one paragraph summary of the Rainbow Bright movie, please. <laughs> like I think it was the same thing. They were. It wasn't spider webs, but they were using like ropes to cover the moon and cut off its light from the earth. Huh. Why the why the moon though? Because there's something I else out in remember. space that is sig- a significantly larger source of light. It's far away, dude. The moon won't set things on fire. Do you know how far away, Jordan? About ninety three million miles away. Ninety three million and miles. That's Very why good. it looks One so astronomical small. unit. <laughs> I know that from a song. Do, do you what song? The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, which is not actually true. Is is that what? <sighs> Do I want to know what that is? It's an educational song that They Might Be Giants covered, uh, but it's an educational song from, I think, the 60s that they found and covered. Um, But it's not true. The sun is not a gas. It is a plasma. All right. Well, now, everybody, you're learning so much (laughs) as we try not to talk about this show. (laughs) Chibius is up in a mirror. Yeah, I don't remember that she was put into a mirror, but okay, I believe it. I mean, I don't either, but it's been a minute. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't watch the episode before this, so I don't remember how she got there. Yeah, listeners, if you would like to write a story about how you think TV has gotten the mirror, let well, us... we we know that they found out she had Pegasus inside of her, uh, and oh, they could you no take it again, <laughs> different phrasing, please. We know that Pegasus has been inside of her many nope. times throughout the series. One more time. I don't understand what your problem with this is. Do you not? She's just filled with Pegasus. 
No. Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's a beautiful dream they're sharing. Okay, there you go. That's I will I will accept that <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> that he's inside of her. Mm. Move on. Point is, they know this now, and that's why she's in a mirror. I don't remember it happening, but I again, I'm going to take it as read. There's a lot of mirror play happening in this episode. Mirror um, play. <laughs> so uh, the scouts are, are sad about this. I'm kind of like, eh, good riddance, but they, they were upset. Yeah. So speaking of people who are in mirrors, what's up? Mm-hmm. It's Queen Nehalenia. Oh, her. Yeah. She she's a she she is our actual ahead of me. Sorry. What was that? I I think you guys are a little ahead of where I am. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I haven't gotten to the Queen Nehalini yet, yet either. I'm Look, seeing I'm you just, walking I'm around. trying to I'm trying to move pretty quick. <laughs> Folks, yes. we can't have a short episode just cuz it's not the world's best episode. Uh we've been already been here like half an hour, so Anyway, the scouts are walking through the they're in the Oh, by the way, they're in the circus. Do you remember that? Yes. They're in the giant circus that. tent, and they're walking around inside of it, and they're confused as to why it's so big. The circus is gross. So this is one difference with the manga that I wanted to talk about, just because it makes so much more sense there. The circus is an actual running circus that people go to. It's not a weird thing floating over the city. Well, they do. people do go to it, even though it's floating above the city in the show. Oh. They went I, to it. Yeah, the scouts that. went to it. They did? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's fucking bananas. I don't know what happens. You go in at the bottom where that's that that little tether and you ride up a fucking elevator or something. I don't know. I don't know how you what you do inside there, but they went to it and they forgot all about it apparently because they then met the girls who they saw perform and didn't recognize them. Oh, I should say by the way, uh I got the uh Viz was uh good enough to send over the uh Blu-ray of this season. So I actually got to listen to the new english audio for these episodes and it's very good and they say oh what do they say they don't say the nonsense a, a child's dream is a dream of dreams never ever forget to remember no it's it's i think that what they say is always remember oh never forget a child's dream is a dream they should never ever get i don't know that that makes more sense it doesn't make more sense but it does it rhyme rhymes. Which I appreciate, because if you can't make sense, put it in some meter. But uh, that that actually was a thing in the manga. Like, they go to the circus, but the circus acts hypnotize people, so they think they saw a great circus, but can't remember what actually happened, and then they get their energy drain. Oh, that's funny. I think they gave up on the energy drain in this season. They just didn't even bother. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little unclear even in the manga. Like, it's, they're draining their energy, and they're eating their dreams. <laughs> they're eating them? Yes. Cool. The the monsters are different too, at least like the monster of the week ones. There aren't really like the circus performer clown characters. It's all these things that look like evil versions of soot sprites from um Totoro. Oh no, I don't know that one. Or uh Spirited Away. The little like fuzzy black things from Oh gotcha. Wait, so when you say they eat dreams <sighs> That's about as much detail as you get. <laughs> Well, I guess the part that I'm confused about is I'm I'm still I still don't understand the, part, the one part that you're confused. Yeah, the about. only thing that doesn't make sense. No, I'm still confused as to what a dream is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan, do you know those horror movies that play in your brain when you're asleep? <laughs> See, but that's what it should be. Except, don't they also mean aspirations? 
when they talk about yeah them? i think they're using it the same like the same way we do in english where you use dream for both the things that happen when you're sleeping and your aspirations but we don't but we and don't I confuse th- them in english we don't go hey what was your dream last no. night and we go uh to be a director someday and it's like no that's not that's not what <laughs> we meant it's i mean i think it's both i think they're like the main weapon that the dead moon circus uses is nightmares so i think oh. they get in through people's nighttime dreams and then use them to sap their aspirations it's a uh, it's a, uh, a synonym based power. Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's why Sailor Moon is always flashing her butts at people. Wait, what? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can I ask a question about the very nature of the show? If it's if it's is the show actually good? We're we're still struggling with this one, Chris. No, I mean, look, I know we are going to have a hard time coming to grips with that one. But le- legitimately, I'm curious about this. And I'm you as an editor, oh, Jordan. Yes. I am curious uh, to see if you maybe have an answer for this. Why is there always a second queen? It really doesn't Why is there always sense. a second villain who do, we don't know about? I mean, Nathalinia has, to her credit, been more involved in the story than Metallia was, than um, like Pharaoh 90 was. Uh, but there's always somebody. Why? Who's the last one? Mistress Nine and Pharaoh Ninety. No, no, and the, who, we skipped a season. Um, Emerald. Oh, uh, no, it was Demond, but yeah, he was being controlled by Wiseman. Diamond and Wiseman. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, who turned out to be the Death Phantom? Yes, oh, Death Phantom. Right. <laughs> why? 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 Uh, honestly, I don't have a good answer. I mean, the only answer I, I, I feel like maybe this is a a a cultural thing but if it's not then the only thing i could suggest would be they did it in the first season and then went that's like a pattern let's do it again yeah i mean i feel like this happens in other like japanese media that i've seen like uh and i've seen it happen in video games too like you'll fight the boss and then the boss will turn into a bigger boss Mm. Mm. yeah but that's usually the same person though usually you get a final form oh right hang on you know what star wars it's like star wars it's okay i'm just saying say, i was thinking we don't really do that you mean like how there's that. a darth vader and then there's also an emperor right right darth vader it, like the emperor barely is mentioned in the first one he definitely doesn't appear um he appears for a second in the second one and then he's actually present in the third one finally and that is a little weird yeah we were all waiting to see sheev <laughs> well but that's the thing is we weren't that's exactly it hey if you didn't know that by the way uh emperor palpatine's first name is sheev Oh yeah, I knew that's that. that's like actual Star Wars canon, Jordan. Yeah. You, you have to back me up on this. No, it's a hundred percent canon, as yeah. uh, as as said for the first time, I believe in the Tarkin novel. Sheevan. Um, no, not Sheevan. <laughs> just Sheev Palpatine. Not Sheevan universe. But 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 we weren't waiting for Sheev, and that's the point. Everybody was waiting satisfied. For is my favorite uh, single <laughs> Beckett play. <laughs> we weren't waiting for Sheev. We were all satisfied with Darth Vader as a villain. We were like, yeah, he's the ultimate bad guy in the universe. And then the movies go, well, actually, he's not. He has a boss. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I, mean, I, guess, I guess so. But you know, although it's you not know what, like it makes more sense in Star Wars because at least in Star Wars, spoilers for Star Wars, everybody. <laughs> at least, at least it's Star Wars. They do it so that Darth Vader can redeem himself. They have to get a worse guy so that Darth Vader can go. Ah, you know what? I'm a little better than that guy. There, that's me. <laughs> whereas, whereas, uh, you know, I, Queen Beryl doesn't go, oh, let me help you stop uh, 
whatever her stupid name was metalia metalia yes like no she just, just like drumpy all over <laughs> this series now no 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 okay you're right that, that was at that time i was grumpy because i couldn't remember anybody's name <laughs> um no but uh but that's weird like it is a weird choice that they keep making over and over again and i don't have a good answer they don't do it in this season really unless you're counting Nehalenia as the second boss i think we are because oh, the yeah. season starts with with okay yeah um again Madame I can't zirconia. zirconia zirconia being like the head bad guy of the group going send you guys go out and do stuff and then like halfway through the season you find out which is earlier than usual but halfway through the season you find out Oh, she actually answers to uh, somebody more powerful. I mean, I guess maybe yeah. it's to raise the stakes even more. Just like, oh, you think you've fought the bad guy, but there's an even bigger bad guy. <laughs> I wonder if it makes more sense in the context of the manga, which I really do need to sit down and read now that I've kanmarried all of my things <laughs> like everyone else has these days. My sense, having not read the manga, and hopefully Christy can confirm or deny this as as our current manga expert, is that since everything goes more quickly, I imagine it isn't as jarring because you haven't been living with any of these one villains for a year. You you live with them for like a couple of chapters at most, and then you find out, oh, no, there's somebody else. Not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, all of the villains don't stick around that long in the manga yeah i know we, we don't we don't get 10 episodes worth of jedi it's, in in the manga it's been a while i i reread this arc to prepare for this show but it's been a while since i've reread any of the others but i do think at least in the first series it is kind of weird that metallia just shows up out of nowhere it is yeah, okay it, it's pretty weird right okay anyway that's that was my only question for this so we've got Nehalenia, and. Uh, I like Nehalenia. But Chris, you also skipped, we get the name of an object that we've been seeing all season that I never saw named before. Oh, is this the uh, the, the thing that's definitely not the Holy Grail? <laughs> yes. The uh, the the horse phone that, that Chibi talks on the entire time appears in front of her. I don't know why, but it does. And she refers to it as the Stallion Rev, which is uh-huh. Stallion being a horse, obviously, and Rev being the French word for dream. Yeah. That thing doesn't exist in the manga so i have no backstory <laughs> oh for you. i really thought maybe it did because it had a name and they were finally going to tell us what it was but uh that's interesting it didn't exist there okay my so it's her horse dream yeah. my guess is maybe it's meant to be like a visual stand-in for the holy grail because that's a big thing in the manga is that sailor moon can't use the holy grail unless she has all the scouts assembled hmm. and since the outer senshi have gone away she can't summon the Holy Grail. She can't transform into, which one was it, Cosmic Sailor Moon anymore? Oh, right. So she's kind of demoted back down a power level. <laughs> that's so weird. Which that's, this was a thing I was going to get into a little more when we get to the Hall of Mirrors. But the manga starts out kind of with everyone not being able to transform. What? Why? Yeah, it's the Dead Moon Circus puts like an some kind of energy dome over the area that blocks their powers and yes uh, 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 their powers work like cell phone reception <laughs> like hey, hang on i can't I, be sailing anymore i'm going through the subway um i mean maybe it's not really explained uh sailor moon and chibi get it back pretty quickly because they 
I guess they're stronger, but um, each of the scouts has to go through kind of a journey of self-discovery to find the power within themselves to level up and get their powers back. Right. We talked about that in, in one of our uh, chibi-sodes, talking about the manga in this uh, this section. Oh. Did we? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was the one I wasn't there for. Yes. So I know I know a little bit about that, but that happens to... I, I didn't know the reason for it. I just... I knew that there was a body swap at one point that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's... That was just the Dead Moon Circus kind of messing with the Usagis. Um, it's also... <laughs> and this is... The big theme of the story in the manga is kind of reaching the end of adolescence and coming to terms with the fact that you're becoming an adult, whether you're ready for it or not. Oh, there's almost a hint of that in, in these two episodes. <laughs> almost. And that story in the manga is all about like Chibi saying she really wishes she could be an adult like Usagi, but at the same time having doubts. And even though she knows she shouldn't want to be a little kid forever, she isn't really ready to grow up yet. And the same thing with Usagi. She's like, oh man, I wish I could go back to being a little kid. Kids have it so easy. Mm -hmm. And so the Dead Moon Circus switches them and gives them what they think they want. And they realize that's not really what they wanted. I mean, yeah, I wish that this season was pulling off ideas like that. And that's... That sounds really good. Yeah, like that's what I really like is that in the manga, this story, it's about the scouts. It's about them maturing and kind of realizing that... Your dreams change as you get older, but that doesn't mean that you've betrayed who you were when you were younger. It just means that as you get older, you learn more and your priorities change, and you have new responsibilities that you have to deal with. Very true. So we get at this point. So okay, wait. You you, you keep. <laughs> I keep finding more and more things that you skipped over. I where where should we be in the video? I'm still. Chibi's I want to talk about Queen Helena's origin story. He's he's already five more than five minutes into the episode, skipping over so much stuff. Again, you're right, nothing hugely important, but we should at least say that Chibi is in Dream World now. Uh, she's in the or mirror. in Mirror World. Yeah, but I she's in that. the place where. Hold on, she's in the place where uh, Helios's naked boy body is webbed up. <laughs> in public view. yeah okay great i'm glad that we took a, a little bit of extra time to establish that there are people who listen to this instead of watching the show yeah i mean my note for that scene was oh so this is how chibi developed a bondage fetish <laughs> uh, why is i still we do not have a satisfactory answer for why he is sometimes a boy <laughs> and sometimes a horse. he's just a boy I think he is yeah, just a boy i don't know why he becomes a horse even in the manga they don't explain it much they just say that he was had a curse put on him that turned him into a horse. Oh, they don't even go that far in this. It's it's Nehalenia's curse. But I don't think she cursed him in this because she wants him in his body. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, her, she's doing all this to try to get his spirit back into his body. Like, it seems like that's a thing he did to protect himself. Yeah, I think in the manga, he's physically turned into a horse. It's not just when he's astral projecting. He's also not tied yeah, up in a spider a... web. He's locked up in a birdcage. Yeah. Oh. That's double weird, too. <laughs> That's. Does she also have bird powers? That's weird. Honestly. I mean, he's not naked it's and he's not tied up. Or so I guess he's well, a horse. When he's so a he horse, naked. he's naked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris, you really want to talk about her origin story? Me, too. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you? Because it doesn't seem like you do. No, I, well, I wanted to lay out the stuff first but yes i wanted to get to there it's 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 a weird weird story 
Yes. So a long time ago, there was a kingdom on the moon. You might have heard of it. <laughs> it was called Silver Millennium. Mm-hmm. Why did they call the kingdom the name of a time? I don't know. Because they were like, this is going to last a thousand years and that's it. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's been about 999. <laughs> Look the F out, everybody. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So uh, there's also, however, another kingdom with another queen who is not Queen Serenity. They're from a dark moon. A small dark planet, actually. A small dark. Oh, that's right. These aren't aren't the dark moon people. They're the dead moon people. Yes. So I think it's, again, it's a little ambiguous in the comic, but I think... It's she's supposed to be the queen of the dark side of the moon. That's the impression that I got from this, which is actually a pretty cool idea. But that's not what she says at all. I mean, I had that thought when I was hearing her story, but she specifically says. It's I mean, even in the manga, it's weird because she describes it as being the inside of the moon. That's super weird, too. And also the darkness of the new moon. OK, yeah, that's that is three different things. Uh Anyway, continue with their story. So she's the evil queen. She is the queen, and she finds out about a, uh, a a new power, a new rad power that will make her the envy of the prosperous uh, Silver Millennium Kingdom. Uh, it's on Earth, though, and it is a golden crystal, because as we all know, all the Moon Kingdom has she little silver crystal. Garbage. Get it out of here. Trash. We, we need this gold thing now. Yeah, gold's better than silver. What do you want? Yeah. So I, her origin story, again, all of this is very different in the manga, but I want to like get through this scene and get your guys' reaction before talking about the differences. Okay. Chris, how far you want to keep going? You want to keep going? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, th- there's a, look, there's a golden crystal. Helios has it. She's going to try and get it from Helios. She blows up dreamland. No, no, hold on. The, well, the don't end. forget. No, you forgot the kind of important detail, which is she goes to get this thing from Helios and Helios is like, Hey, <laughs> Well, first of all, she falls in love with Helios, which is fucked up. Why? Because she just sees this like boy standing there and she's like, yeah, like struck (laughs) dumb with. Anyway, so she goes up to him and she goes, hey, I want this crystal. He goes, hang on. You can't take this crystal unless you have beautiful dreams. If you don't have beautiful dreams, it'll protect itself. And she's like, I got this. She grabs it and is like bursts into flames. And she's like, fuck you, kid. (laughs) And then punishes him for it. Um, I feel like Helio should be like, yeah, I did actually <laughs> warn you. <laughs> yes. And it's not his fault. Like, this is a, this whole thing is weird. This whole story is totally crazy to me because she tells it like she's supposed to be sympathetic. She tells the story like, oh, let I me mean, tell you my she, story. I think she does think she's the victim. But there's nothing yeah, I mean, remotely sympathetic about what she says. She comes and she goes, hey, here's the story. Here's my story. Once upon a time, there was this guy who murdered a bunch of people, and then society wanted to punish him. Well, fuck them. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. That's You just come out looking like an asshole. You're not even close to the good I mean, guy. Jordan, yes? Jordan, you say that, but I mean, this is this is basically like Dr. Doom's origin. <laughs> At least Dr. Doom, I feel like Dr. Doom has a, like a basis because at least Dr. Doom has like a core of like those, those simpering fools don't understand what they're doing. I can show them how it's done. Whereas that's awful, but that's what he thinks. Whereas she's literally just like, I saw they were happy and I was like, "Mm, I'm jealous. I want that. 
I mean, that's, I mean, look, that's, again, basically Dr. Doom. No. I want that. Richards, okay. I want it. So in the manga, the story where she shows up, she's basically Maleficent. Like, Queen Serenity is throwing a party, I think it's for Sir Princess Serenity's first birthday. And Nehalenia shows up and she's pissed she wasn't invited. So she puts a curse on everyone. Okay. And she claims that it was actually her curse that caused the Silver Millennium to fall. Interesting. Okay. Queen Serenity seals her away in a mirror. And she's stuck there until the solar eclipse happens, which weakens the seal and that's how she gets out. There's not any of the thing with her having a thing for Helios. I think maybe they put that in there just to kind of like set up the parallel with Queen Beryl uh, going after Endymion in the first season. Her whole thing, though, is that she's completely obsessed with surpassing Queen Serenity. Yes. So that's that's all she's after. And in the manga, she does have kind of an aside about wanting to marry Mamoru. But that seems like even (laughs) that is just more of like a symbol of surpassing the Moon Queen. Like, oh, I'm going to steal her king. But that's not even her king. That's her daughter's boyfriend. But it's, okay. I think she <laughs> sees both serenities as the same. Oh, God, why? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why. I, hmm. The golden crystal also in the manga, Helios doesn't have it. Yeah, Helios doesn't know where it is. Mamo has it, right? Yes. That is what my wife kept saying over and over again. And I was like, no, listen, I'm telling you, it's that thing stuck in his fucking head. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's inside Mamoru the way the silver crystal was inside Usagi. I mean, that makes sense. Um, and Helios actually gets a message from future Chibiusa telling him to go look for it. And that's what starts him off on this whole quest. All right, that's a little convoluted. <laughs> Even even by the show standards, I think. <laughs> so again, oh, so I have a, here's my problem with this story. And again, not a problem with the story. Here's my question about the story. The timing is a little weird. She gets sealed <laughs> away until the until the eclipse, which hasn't happened in a thousand years. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't have an explanation for that. And in addition, it's a special magical eclipse. Don't worry okay. About it. The circus has been around for a thousand years because she talks about sending her dudes out to fight the the silver millennium, and it's the it's the weirdo performers that are. Yeah, I don't think she has see. the circus during the silver millennium in the manga. Don't we get a, a like a weird little origin for the circus at this point, where it's like, oh, they used to be these beautiful dream creatures, and now they're weird circus boys? Or did I, is that a future episode? I think that. No, I it's an episode later. So. Yeah, it's okay. Is it? I oh. think I watched a couple ahead. Whoa! What are you doing? Well, I had time. I think she's supposed to be alone inside the mirror, or maybe she only has zirconia. It's it's a it was a weird story, and I don't get why she told it. Because, like I said, it just makes her sound like an evil piece of shit when she tells it. Like we're supposed to go, oh wow, yeah, that wasn't right. Oh, the one other thing that I wanted to mention on this is that even though the thing with her falling for Helios doesn't happen in the comics, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting because it's one of the reasons that I like this arc, at least the manga version of it is that Chibiusa and Helios's like romance feels like kind of a beauty and the beast story. And I like beauty and the beast. 
but I also like the idea of like the Sailor Moon version of Beauty and the Beast. He's not an ugly monster. He's a beautiful Pegasus. <laughs> but um, Beauty and the Beautiful Beast. In the original story, which I haven't actually read, I've only listened to the podcast version of it, but um, the prince doesn't get cursed for being a jerk like he does in the Disney movie. He gets cursed for refusing to marry his evil fairy godmother. So I thought this was kind of a parallel with that. Like, Nehalenia comes on to him, he's not interested, so she turns him into an animal. That's interesting. Although, well, again, the only the only part being I, I don't know that she's turned him into an animal in this version. Unless I'm just misremembering it. I don't remember a part where she says that, though. It's, yeah, I mean, I think I'm kind of merging the two storylines a little bit, too. The, the, the romance angle weirded me out because I was like... Well, they were just like, because it, it just means they were sitting there going, listen, we want there to be an inappropriate attraction involved one another way or another. <laughs> either, either this kid shouldn't be in love with this other kid or this woman should not be in love with this kid. One of, the, one of them is wrong. We got, we got something wrong happening. Wait, aren't they both wrong? I mean, I, at least in the anime. Well, no, in the sense that, when we say uh, she has a horse boyfriend, that's wrong. But then some people have said to us, well, but you see, she, he's really just a young boy. So a young boy having a crush on a little girl is fine and vice versa. But then the queen should not be in love with this boy at the same time. No, no, she should not. <laughs> also, how, wait, how long ago did this stuff happen? How long has she had Helios? She's only had Helios since she got out. But Helios is like a thousand years old. Okay, hang on. So is the timeline on Helios... Okay, I think I'm understanding this now. So Helios is a thousand years old, but looks like he's like tween age. Right, but it's Helios is on Earth with this stupid crystal that he didn't have in the manga. She comes to him, tries to take the crystal, fails. She goes, go fuck yourself. Now you're a horse. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was... (laughs) Power move. Honestly, <laughs> power move. Right. Now you're a horse. At that point, she attacks the, qu- the the queen, gets sent into Mirror World. She's in Mirror World for a thousand years. Right. Then Sorry, somehow... I think I got this. I think I was not following you correctly. I think her interactions with... Wait, no. Yeah. But um... then but then, how does Helios get to Mirror World? I don't, I don't know the answer. Okay, maybe... Yeah, that's... <laughs> Let me let me look. I thought all of her interactions with Helios happened after she got out of the mirror after the eclipse. So maybe I was just glossing over. But, but... she hasn't gotten out of the mirror yet. She doesn't or, get out of the mirror. You no, know, she next hasn't. Episode. Like she at least was less sealed away. Do you know what I mean? After the spoilers for next episode, the four girls find the mirror and start talking to her. I okay. That doesn't happen in the manga either. <laughs> They don't actually get into how Zirconia found the Amazonas Quartet, but I'll talk about that next episode. So when I look at when I look at Helios's bio on Wikimoon in the anime section, they play, and again it's just a quick summary, so it could just be that they're talking quickly. But the way they state his story makes it sound like she comes to get the crystal, she can't take it, so she captures him and locks him away. And that then his spirit takes the form of, Hel- of Pegasus and 
uh, goes out. The problem is then it says and takes re- refuge in in Shibi's beautiful dream. At which point I go, so when did this happen? Like they can't have all happened at the same time. I don't know. I guess this happened at the beginning of the season, rather than a thousand years ago. But then I don't know what she was up to a thousand years ago in the anime. No, she definitely tried to get the crystal a thousand years ago, for sure. For sure. My only question is, at what point did she capture Helios? Did she capture him a thousand years ago and he's been tied up in a spider web for a thousand years? And that might be the case. I think maybe the answer is the anime lost track of the timeline and it just doesn't make sense. That's, I mean, that's also likely. Chris, you have a theory? Uh, well, that's the end of the episode, <laughs> ah, everybody. We're trying to make sense of this fucking thing. Well, here's the problem with that. <laughs> yes, doesn't make is a it, lot of sense. Is it? Is it just a dream? Should we? Should we? Should we consider it no more substantial than a dream? It's just a beautiful dream. <laughs> oh, yeah, beautiful. All right, all right, Chris. Let's go fast. So then, guess what? The four girls are bored. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they decide that they're just gonna basically mess with the sailor scouts for a little bit oh disagree yeah they decide they're going to mess with the bad guys do they i thought they made the the chibiusa real doll to mess yes with the, uh, not the to mess guys. with sailor moon to mess with nehalenia oh i missed that they they steal chibiusa nehalenia has chibiusa webbed up now next to helios and is like this is exactly what i've been trying for all season this is what i needed to have you webbed up here we'll get into why she needs that at some other point and they're like oh look the girl's webbed up i bet you somebody could like i don't know make a replica doll and swap it out why would you do that because they're bored i guess <laughs> yeah i don't um, i don't understand their motivation for taking chibi either yeah i thought this was all a mess with the scouts thing at at best, it's a mess with everyone thing, but the person they're directly messing with in that moment is their boss. I do like generally just how Nehalenia and Zirconia can't really control the Amazonas Quartet. They they are pure id, <laughs> given form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're ridiculous. And that's because they're being really cutesy about it. They're going like, oh man, she'd be so mad if somebody did that. Oh, but nobody would do that. Nobody would like take this doll and like swap it in there that would be terrible and then they do that yes I... yes they do so that brings us to pregnant pause the act break hey jordan yeah it's 2019 i've heard of it <laughs> for the year in yes. which we are currently living okay uh-huh yeah uh how you how you doing you enjoying your uh your new year yeah man it has been a very uh good time so far uh chrissy yes your is your 2019 going okay yes <laughs> oh okay got any highlights give us some highlights oh um i haven't been doing that much i'm sorry being here chris how about you uh, I did the, the Marie Kondo thing. What? Marie oh, Kondo, you got rid Kamari? of all your stuff? He bought a condo. You don't get rid of all your stuff. I Listen, That's... I've never watched it. I've just, I just know what I see on Twitter. Yeah, yeah well, then you should stop because Twitter is wrong and bad. <laughs> if, if all you know is what you see on Twitter, you are living your worst possible life. 
Of that television show, friend. Oh, so so oh, all right. So you only know about the part where she wants you to uh to destroy every book in the world. I didn't even see that. I just know she was telling people. She, okay, listen. I I probably know a little bit more. Like, only keep the things that give you joy, and like that you. So have be more deliberate about why you have things. So did you get rid of a lot of stuff? Uh, I did. I, I I did, and I am getting rid of a lot of stuff. I'm getting rid of like six long boxes of uh, paperbacks. But yeah, like uh, it really appeals to me because it it is about. It's not about deciding what to get rid of it's deciding what to keep sure which i think is really nice so speaking of things you can decide to keep mm-hmm. you can keep on supporting this podcast mm-hmm. if it sparks joy and how can people go about that jordan well you can join the many people who donate to us by being a patron on our patreon page that's patreon.com slash sailor business for as little as one single dollar a month you get access to the things but if you go up a little bit more you get a little more stuff uh five dollars gets access to to uh conversations that could cut from the show there was literally a full episode's worth or maybe a short episode it was like like an hour's worth half hour i thought it was longer it was fun i listened to the whole thing and i was a good chunk of laughs i had a good time listening to it so like half a chibi soda yeah it was it was but it was a good one and it was good bits (laughs) Yeah, it had as much good content as a regular episode. Oh, that's sad and cold. Um, but anyway, and then for $15 a month, you can get uh, a pin, which I know are working on being sent out. Yes. Uh, I know Jake has, I, I, has been sick, as as you mentioned, but uh, he is working on it. Jake's been sick, but the first uh, batch I know has definitely been sent out. So everybody who was a... Uh, $15 backer when we started the pins should have theirs. Uh, if you do not, and you've been a, a $15 backer, then by all means get in touch and, and we'll rectify that. Uh, well, I don't but, think I've seen any pictures yet. So definitely if you know, send us pictures, we'd, li- we'd love yeah. to retweet them. Yeah, I would absolutely love to see people's pictures. I love that pin too. It is a, it is the act. Sorry pin designed by uh, Katie Donnelly. Very appropriate for us at the start of this year. Back when you guys announced that I, there was some joke about bootleg pins and I really wanted to design a bootleg act. Sorry pin for you, but I haven't gotten around to that. Like a bootleg sailor business pin. I mean, look, yeah. they're already kind of bootleg pins. <laughs> yeah. Like a bootleg sailor business act. Sorry pin. We're like what? Luna's pink or something. Oh, what are the bootleg sailor business pins that you're talking about, Chris? I I don't. Remember. Our pins are kind of oh, bootleg pins. Okay. I thought you meant someone else was making sailor business pins. No, but I would be very curious <laughs> uh, as to why if they were. Uh, but yes, um, we like to thank everybody who pledges at the Patreon. Uh, so thanks to Emily Mayo. Thank you so much, Emily. We appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks to Liz. Thank you, Liz. And I believe that is everybody for this time around. Uh, So thanks a lot for supporting us. If you're still supporting us uh, from before, we appreciate that as well from from 2018 going into 2019. Uh, If you had to cut back, that's also fine. We get it. We know what's up. Also, we haven't done a show in six weeks, (laughs) but we're back on track now. So, hey, Chris, uh, I just kind of uh, took a peek at Twitter. Because you were being so mean to it, I wanted to reassure it that I still love it. It's a terrible website, Jordan. <laughs> no, no, no. I went on to our Sailor Business Twitter. Um, listen, you're right. Twitter has lots of problems, but this isn't the place for that discussion right now. Um, our, our fans, however, on Twitter are great. And uh, again, I mentioned I tweeted uh, about 
suffering through the episodes. And uh, I wanted to let you know, they are reassuring me that Stars is a lot of fun. Uh, they're saying not as good as S, but that it's it's worth it. Okay. All right. Oh, I should mention, by the way, uh, I believe this is a Patreon backer because I believe we have thanked them previously. But um, you might have noticed that earlier in the show I pronounced uh, Haruka correctly. Uh, that is because I was given a Christmas present by a Patreon backer whose name is Haruka, not Haruka. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little a little passive aggressive, but I get it. Well, you know, you know what? Uh I on the shows where and I know listen, I don't want to create headaches for you by saying this, but on the shows where they thank their patrons every episode. I, I've heard where people will change their names frequently to get messages to the hosts. <laughs> They'll change their names well, to th- give those kind of like uh, hints. Well, this one, uh, the the present also had uh, was signed with a note from that name. So, well, what's this present? Uh, I believe it was uh, Wolfenstein Two for PlayStation Four. Nice. The the nice. the the new Colossus. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do a Twitter question? One Twitter question? <sighs> I mean, you never like them. Well, I mean, whose fault is that, honestly? <laughs> Are you blaming our fans? I I mean, look, it, uh, it's open for interpretation. Death of the author. Wow. Jordan. Wow. Um, all right. Jake Berger wants to know. It's addressed to me, but I think everybody can answer, of course. Uh, Jordan, so you've played Vampire. What about the other White Wolf products? Which uh, do you think would be each Senshi's favorite? Who plays Changeling? Who plays Mage? Who keeps trying to get a crossover game going? Talk about, talk about uh, uh, Mage the Ascension? Yep. Talk about Werewolf oh. the Forsaken? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Ugh, that was one I never played. I have not played any of these games, but I think they sound fascinating. I loved Changeling the Dreaming. I only ever got to like play it once, and I was bummed about not being able to play it more. But I liked that one a lot was wait was it was called the dreaming was it about uh was it about neil gaiman's sandman uh no it's about fairies and fairies. Oh, hang, hang on a second i think i hear neil gaiman knocking at the door <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> come on in neil oh, jk okay, he's no. not here today oh thank god that guy he's busy with uh his two television shows that will be on soon great i'm happy for him yeah of course it's what, what two television shows American Gods and um, Good Omens. Oh, okay. Good. They'll both be on soon. Good, good for him. So uh, anyway, we should actually answer the question, right? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about those games. I never played them. Oh, did you never play them? Oh, well. No, dog. Okay. I didn't play Vampire. I'm a it's D&D not, man. You know that. That's a bummer. Well, I mean, no, I didn't I feel remember. I like we could I guess forgot. which scout would want to be like a vampire, a werewolf, a fairy. Uh, respectively. Yeah, respectively uh ray yes i'm I'm gonna say ray makoto minako respectively for those three wait uh break break it down for me again name which one goes to which one ray vampire obviously okay okay makoto werewolf and then uh minako is uh the fairies the changelings the dreaming so what do you think would want to be so here are the other options, just so you know. There's Mage the Ascension, which is wizards, Ami. obviously. Uh, Ami, yeah. Uh, there's uh, uh, Wraith the Oblivion, ghost one. Hunter the Reckoning, <sighs> who hunt these uh, these supernatural creatures. Uh, Mummy the Resurrection. <laughs> and 
and one I actually nobody, never. Nobody wants to play the Mummy game. Oh, I got that's it was a it was a difficult sell. Like I re- I remember people being like, Bleh. and then apparently there's one called Demon the Fallen, which I was I've never heard of before this minute. I actually was having a conversation about these games just the other day with a friend of mine, and he was telling me how the Mummy one was just basically everything that didn't fit. Like Frankenstein's were kind of mummy <laughs> in that in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I, the Changeling game was fun because. So you were asked about the dreaming. The way the dreaming thing worked is that like they're walking around existing in the regular world, but they see things through the dreaming. So like they see each other. I'm familiar with the concept. Oh, okay. Well, you, you sounded like you weren't. I don't know. No, I mean, I'm familiar with that concept from like every urban fantasy novel. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 From the works of, Oh, I think he's here. Neil. (laughs) Oh God. Neil, you in here? (laughs) Yeah. His stories are all about, the secret uh, supernatural society that is existing without us realizing about it side by side with us. Yep. That's pretty much his story. That's the story he tells, but that's a fun story, man. It can be. All right. So who do we miss? What? Usagi. Hmm. Usagi. Usagi is going to not play any role playing games. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. I can't imagine her playing any of these. I mean, she'd play whatever one people wanted her to play. Uh, like if she was hanging, whoever she was hanging out with that day, she'd make a character. She'd probably make a character and flake out and then not bring the character sheet. And like Ray would get mad at her and say, then you're not allowed to play. Stuff like that. I think Usagi would be out here trying to play like a, like a shadow run character. <laughs> she'd be like, okay, I want to be like half fairy, half dragon and have two Uzis. <laughs> and a katana. I remember uh, someone telling me uh, once when we were talking about what, uh, kind of you know like a, doing a what world of darkness thing are you in life and they told me i was an autumn person and an autumn person was a person who disbelieves in fairies so much that it hurts fairies to be around them <laughs> yeah that makes sense that that tracks <laughs> and uh yeah i'm into it i'm into it so those were your twitter questions yeah thanks everybody and that brings but us should we get back, back to, the, to show? the show. Yeah, that's where I was going yeah. with that. Okay. All right. <laughs> and we're back. I realize I had the audio off because the sound cue synced up perfectly. Oh. oh nice. nice. So uh, the world's covered in spiderwebs, which is gross. I mean, look, you say that, but then imagine like all the other insect populations being under control due to that. No, that's, yeah, but there's spiders uh, it, everywhere. Yeah, people people always say that, yeah. like, oh, spiders kill other insects. Cool, except that spiders are fucking disgusting. Spiders are not disgusting. Spiders are homies, and you are ridiculous. That's like murderers kill thieves. Well, uh, th- th- but now we have murderers. <laughs> I appreciate the work spiders do. I want them to do it where I can't see them. Man, yeah. y- y'all, y'all a bunch of haters. Yes, I hate insects and and uh, arachnids. Yes, I, that is fair. I'm I'm bigoted against arachnids and insects. Um. So anyway, uh. So the so because uh somebody read the uh title of the episode, they went, <laughs> oh, let's put like a mirror maze in this. Um. Which, first of all, it's not much of a maze. It's just a, a giant open room with lots of mirrors in it. Not even, like, connected in pathways. They're just scattered around the, the place. 
Yeah. There's just a lot of them. I mean, look, you have to design a maze if you just draw a bunch of mirrors <laughs> around at random. <laughs> like, they're not even... I feel like... Which is funny because... I feel like a uh, hall of mirrors and mirror mazes and stuff. That's the thing that's like always way cooler in movies and TV shows than they are in real life. It's in real life. It's just like, Oh, you go this way. Like, okay. And that's me in a bunch of mirrors. Neat. But, but I feel like they didn't try very hard because it's just like, Oh, let's buy a hundred mirrors and just prop them up all over the place. And that's a maze. Yeah. So basically what's going to happen here is that everybody is going to see themselves in the mirror and their mirror self is going to try and get them to basically just fuck off. Yeah. And, yeah. and not be a sailor scout. This sequence was the main reason I picked this episode cuz Oh. I wanted to talk about it cuz it's it's a super crunched version of that thing I was talking about before where like each of the scouts has to go through sort of confronting their weaknesses and believing in themselves more in order to regain the ability to transform. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the manga, it's only rays that actually happens in a house of mirrors. They each have their own sort of adventure. And this is actually where the Amazon trio comes in. Huh? So like they, in the manga, much more so than the anime, the dead moon circus don't really physically fight the scouts very much. It's a lot of psychological manipulation. So it's that, like, each of the scouts encounters, well, three of them encounter the Amazon trio, and then Mina faces two characters that aren't in the show. But it's each of them, like, facing their doubts, being fed to them by a villain, trying to convince them, like, hey, look, I guess it's, they're preying on their uncertainties, and they're like, look, this is too much responsibility for you to reasonably be expected to deal with. It's no one would blame you if you just wanted to go back to being a normal teenager and give up fighting evil. And by moonlight, well, whatever. I was gonna say, but they can't actually offer that. Well, but they're bad guys. They lie. I mean, I think, I think the scouts could just stop being scouts if they wanted to. Well, if they're fine with the world being eaten by spiders. Well, yes, but that's that's <laughs> what the bad guys are trying to convince them of. Like, look, this is too big for you to handle. You should just do what you want to do and not worry about trying to save the world. And they all like work through this and <laughs> come out the other side, more dedicated to the cause. And it's really great character development that gets crunched in the show so they can squeeze in more horse. I'm not criticizing your telling of it, but I, uh, but I, it's funny to me because I'm like, what other option is there? Because again, when you, if you say, if they, if they're saying, if they were saying Usagi, you can go back to just being a, a schoolgirl and like being late to school and having toast hanging out of your mouth and stuff. It would be like, oh, that's actually tempting. But what they're actually saying is, don't worry, just lie down and die. <laughs> the thing I didn't mention is that this happens a lot earlier. In sure, the sure, sure, sure. Like it's right after the Dead Moon Circus comes to town. They are not wrecking shit yet. Right, right, right. That makes more sense. That makes way more sense. But yeah. Yeah, and and that's unusual that they have to condense something for the anime. Usually, the problem is that they have to draw everything out for too long. But you're right; they don't do any justice to that at all. Uh, the characters just get like a quick, a quick. Oh, didn't you want to be a doctor? Didn't you want to be more feminine than this? The thing I thought was funny too, reading over that again, was it's Hawkeye that's supposed to be the one that has a thing for older women, right? Mm, yeah, the Madam Killer. Uh, no, the no. Is that Hawkeye? Yeah, that's Hawkeye. Tiger's Eye likes the young 
the the young girls. So in in Yikes. the manga, there's none of that, but uh, Hawkeye faces off against Jupiter, and he disguises himself as an older woman and like fake mentors her to get her guard down. Hmm. Interesting. That's like how for like a whole chapter. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Like he disguises himself as a woman who runs an herb shop and Jupiter goes in there and starts confiding in her about her doubts. And oh. that's like at each each of them again they they use nightmares so they kind of like trap them in a dream where they're listing all their doubts to them and sorry, I'm not doing a good job of explaining it. No, no, that sounds a lot better than than just But yeah, that's like Makoto's in, in there confiding about how she's not sure what she wants to do with the future. And then everything kind of goes into a dream state, and Hawkeye's like, "Yeah, just give up. You don't have to do this. It's fine. Just, just be a normal girl." It's, it's, it's kind of funny that you say all this because what I wrote down after this, seeing all this, was uh, Sailor Scouts versus Freddy would be a lot better than this episode, and I stand by that. Well, this, this is the part uh, that I wanted to talk about because I, I again, it is unsurprising to me that this was both different and better in the manga, because this is the part that I feel like has so much really good potential to actually like ask the question of like, what is it? What is it? These girls want that is not their, the, the destiny that they kind of have to do. Right. And I, I really wanted to see the scouts kind of doubt themselves and be like, yeah, all we've been doing for I, I guess two years in story time is just fighting people every week. That's not what we want to do. And then I was really hoping that it would build up to Usagi talking to her reflection and the reflection being like, come on, Usagi, like this is so scary. You know, this is like you have no business being here. This is too scary. I know you're scared. And I just wanted Usagi to be like, yeah. Yeah, it's like super scary. It's like always the worst. <laughs> but, you know, I got to do it. Because I feel like she's the one who could be completely immune to that. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, it's, I mean, Usagi doesn't really get one of these, but all of the scouts, it's exactly what you were talking about. Like, it is that wrestling with the doubt. Like, do I actually want to do this? Do I have a choice? Yeah. And then I would love to see, I, I would genuinely love to see, like, Usagi just, yeah, I know. <laughs> completely no sell any self-doubt demons because she is dealing with that already all the time um i'm sure you are excited to hear this but i just checked and a very quick google found two different fanfics of freddy versus the sailor scouts (laughs) great (laughs) one of them is called can we finish up this episode hold on one of them is called a nightmare on 10th street which i like Okay. Because it's member of the 10th district. That's Juban. Yeah, I, I got it. I love it. All right, let's get back to the episode. What, what were you just doing, Jordan? The eye catch? Oh, we're not coming back from commercial. I know, we're but in the show. I was in a commercial about Sailor Moon and Freddy Krueger. Okay, great. Coming to theaters. <laughs> What have I what have I said about crossovers, Jordan? You love like, them. I feel like I've said something. Use them more often. Definitely not. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Absolutely not. Under you, no circumstances. I'm confused. If you knew what you said, why did you ask? I wanted to see if you knew. And I know you do. 
you said, hey, Jordan, I love crossovers. And isn't Mamoru a lot like Batman? <laughs> Why did we come back? Because <laughs> you couldn't bear to keep me waiting? Yes, exactly. What are, what are the temptations that are laid out before the uh, Sailor Scouts? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that uh, Jupiter... Ami wants to be a doctor. Ami wants to be a doctor. Jupiter, Jupiter wants to be more gets feminine. to see herself as what she would be like if she was, uh, quote, like more feminine. Like, if, because fighting is not a thing that a, a, a young love-struck girl should be doing. Which I also really wanted the moment of Jupiter being like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I can fight people all day long and be, uh, and be a classy lady. Venus is uh, tempted with, hey, why are you being overshadowed by all these losers? Like, you should be the star. Um, so Venus' think- story in the manga, she gets, quote, scouted to come audition for an idol role. Sailor scouted. Yes. Good fun. That is very obviously a trap. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's obviously a trap, but I'm still going because it's my job and I want to do this. It's practice for real auditions. Uh, that's pretty good mars has something about that she she might not be able to defeat everybody uh, uh, and that she might die which doesn't sound like a great temptation but i guess they're just trying to sow the doubt in her that she should not uh fight she's run away um and then yusagi's uh we were just talking about um oh so mars is in the manga She's stressed out because the temple is having money problems. Oh. And the solution that her friends pitch her on is marry a rich guy. Oh, Jesus. That's what the scouts sell her on? Well, Mina specifically, she's like, you know what you could do? Marry yeah, a that rich sounds, guy. That sounds right. That's a Mina. He can do all the work for you. And Ami's like, does not compute. <laughs> Why are you so mean to Ami, Jordan? Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like she, she has no feelings. Ami's story is wow. she's sad because everyone just thinks she's a robot who studies all the time and doesn't have feelings. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. I just turned into her bully. I apologize, Ami. You're such a brain school reject, Jordan. So, oh, have you guys? Uh, um, so Mina's story is also where you get to see human Artemis. Have you guys seen that? No. no. Oh, hang on. Are any of these brought into the uh, the sailor? Super, Sailor Moon Super's special specials special. Oh, how what? Um, okay, because again, we're gonna do that at some point. I, I I know that there's apparently like some side stories that they made into the. I was not aware of these, so I don't know. The three mini episodes are called. Oh no, they don't appear to be about that. One's about uh, Usagi, one's about Haruka and uh, Haruka and Mishiru, and one's about uh, Chibi. So no, they're not about these. But cool, good to know. So uh, the Amazonas Quartet lasso up a horse so that they can just dunk on him, I guess. Yeah, this is weird. Oh, okay. Cause, because it makes it look like, what's her name? Zirconia knows? Sailor Moon does the tiara at the, at the mirror to reject this, this uh, thing because she can sense uh, Memoru loves her or some shit. And uh, then they all do their powers on, they smash all the mirrors. And then you see Zirconia be like, well, that didn't work. And she disappears, and they can see instead the Amazons with the horse. And I'm like, wait, so she knows about this? Like, why isn't she fucking furious? And the answer is, I don't know. She just doesn't talk about it until later. Yeah, I don't think 
Zirconia knows this is going on? Because for some reason, when Zirconia disappears from the mirror, the, the scouts are left with a, a mirror that views them straight to what the, the Amazoness uh, quartet are doing, which is trying to ride on Pegasus and convince mm. it to do the, Tell me what I just said is untrue. I can't, and that's the problem. <laughs> what, you don't want these young girls riding Pegasus? No, 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 you, no, no, no. No, Chris, riding a horse is not dirty in itself. A horse riding you is dirty. <laughs> Criminy. People ride horses all the time. That's an innocent behavior. Anyway. So they put a leash on Pegasus, and then they tighten it. I mean. They just can't stop tying up Pegasus. Yeah. They do this to be dicks. Oh, and they try to grab the. Oh, right. So then they try to grab the 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 crystal out of its head, and he bursts into flame. <laughs> and it seems to be really burning him. Like it's like this is a shitty protection for your crystal if it burns you alive. Yeah, this does not make any sense. So the ten year old girl wakes up, sees her horse burning alive, uh, runs into the fire. And uh, rips the magical leash, or uh, it's not a leash, if it's for a horse, bridle. it's called a bridle. The magical bridle off the horse's face, and this uh, puts out the fire. There's a lot of bad advice in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is what they cut out the Sailor Scout's character development to put in. Yeah, yeah. Chibiusa running through a fire for love of a horse. Uh, what do you think, Chris? It's, I I I think it's eleven fifteen. The the sailor scouts are all moved by this and stand looking on in awe at the heroism of this little girl who braved fire for a horse. Yes, they sure do. Uh, th- then what happens? How did the how does the quartet get, end up getting trapped in mirrors? Um, the Zirconia just magics mirrors. Actually, I I I thought that was um was it was it Zirconia? I thought it was um. Maybe I I was only half paying attention. I think I think Queen Zirconia like starts yelling at them, and then Madame Zirconia. She's not a queen. Oh right, I'm sorry, Madame Zirconia. And then Queen Nehalenia reveals that she knows what's going on by like fucking up everything and being like, "Oh, you guys suffer." And by the way, remember that thing where you stole Chibi? Well, I just undid it, and I've got her back again. Ha ha ha. Which is uh, yeah. So basically, the whole episode was kind of a wash. Yeah. We end the episode where we began. I do think it's kind of great this scene of them just hanging out half stuck in mirrors. Absolutely. That's kind of cool looking. Yeah. The the Amazon's quartet are very chill, which is a rarity among Sailor Moon villains. Usually Sailor Moon villains are not nearly chill enough. Yeah, I I really like this depiction of them like they're not that invested in the evil. It's just kind of their shitty job. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. It's my favorite villainous trope. So if we were going to do a recap of the episode of what happened this whole episode, the answer would be Nihalania told her story. The end. Sailor Moon looked in a mirror. Nihalania told her story. The end. (laughs) And that's it. We we get to go to bed now. That's it. Uh, So that's it for the episode. But now is the time where we talk about what we learned from the episode. Do you remember we do this bit, Jordan? I I, feel, I, feel I literally like I didn't remember. Yeah, until you said it, and then I was like, "Oh, right, right." It's time for Sailor Business says. So, what did we learn from this week's episode, Christy? We'll start with you. What did you learn? Oh no, I think I forgot to learn something this episode. 
did you always remember to never forget to learn something from this episode? I think I did. You know what? If you tell you what, we'll we'll buy you time by telling you what we learned, and then you can go last. I I guess I learned oh. flaming horses outweigh character depth. Absolutely accurate. But I already knew that. <laughs> Chris, I want to say that uh, I learned that. <laughs> no, I, got... I learned that all the tween girls want to ride that Pegasus. <laughs> I was going to make a riding the Pegasus joke, and I couldn't do it because I knew he would be so unhappy with it. No, thank you. I'll do it for you. <laughs> I learned that any story that you start with Once Upon a Time, you can just assume that the main character is sympathetic. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. How about you? Uh, I learned that sometimes you just got to. Grab that thing on that horse's head and yank it out. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained. Chris, if you don't have beautiful dreams, you're going to catch on fire. I mean, yeah, but I have some pretty beautiful dreams. The better for us to devour. Well, okay. Well, don't, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, that's just the way of my people. The dark moon. Oh, no, the dead moon. Oh, man, I screwed that up. Yeah. Dead moon. So yeah, uh, I thought this episode had some potential to be fun. It, it certainly wasn't the slog that others have been, uh, even if nothing really happened. I mean, speak for yourself, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, I, it's it's one of those things where I just spent so much time kind of rewriting the episode in my head. Sure. To try and make it better, which doesn't speak well of it. Is that your main complaint, Jordan? Just that they're just too much cheating? Uh, it again, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't helped by the fact that it was the first episode I watched in a really long time. Um, I probably would have forgiven it a lot more uh, if it was just another episode in a in a series of episodes. But I, again, it was me coming back to Sailor Moon and being like, "Oh, Sailor Moon," and it's being like, "Oh, Sailor Moon barely matters in this." I mean, again, she's in it. She has a little moment of crisis where they're the tempts her and all that stuff, but. Again, I feel like she was in it about as much as any of the other scouts because she's not the main character. She's just there to come after Chibi, and Chibi's the one who's actually going through something. And it's a bummer. And also, the no- nothing happened, but whatever. Like that—that that happens a lot of Sailor Moon episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how about you? Did you like it? Me? Yeah. I—I I mean, I was mostly comparing it to the manga, so I was disappointed that it wasn't that uh but yeah the amazonas quartet stuck in mirrors i enjoyed so we can all agree there's about four good seconds in this uh in this episode (laughs) not a great track record and you started this episode being like that was great it look comparatively i mean i don't think it was bad yeah no listen it's probably squarely mm, i was gonna say in the middle of sailor moon episodes but that's probably too generous uh three quarters of the way down <laughs> on the list of good episodes of sailor moon, of, of all of, ranking of all episodes it was no nessie yeah no no so i think that's gonna be it for the episode right we don't do anything we don't do any other weird bits do we no, you just have to tell us the name of the next episode, and then I'll tell people to keep their mind on you-know-what. Well, before we do that, uh, Christy, where can everybody find you and your work online, should you wish to be found? I My New Year's resolution was actually to get better at posting art on social oh. media regularly, so people should look at that. Um, I, I am agree. on both 
Instagram and Tumblr under the name C. O'Brien Sketches. That's C, the letter, not like the thing you sail on or the thing you do with your eyes. And then O'Brien is O-B-R-I-E-N. And I'm on Twitter as Bunnysaurus underscore Rex. Excellent. All right. How about us, Jordan? Where can, uh, where can everybody find us? You can follow us on Twitter at Sailor Business. It's a bad uh, website. The Sailor Business website? No, Twitter. Twitter website. I know, I know. It's a bad website. It's given us a bad world. It's contributing for sure. But this is not the place for this. <laughs> Almost entirely responsible, but go, do go on. Okay, well, I'm I'm still on it for now at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And uh, our producer, Jake Mason, is on it at JJ underscore Mason. Uh, he is on there tweeting about uh, his health when he's sick, but also about the many awesome podcasts he works on. And you should follow him and check them out. Chris, I assume you're not on Twitter anymore, right? No, still there. <laughs> We're all trapped there. <laughs> Tell us about it. Uh, well, I'm on the bad website as at the ISB. You can uh, find me there. Uh, I do not post often, but, you know, if you ask me a question, I will generally respond to it. Uh, you can also find all of my stuff by going to the-isb.com. And uh, you'll find links there to the comics that I write and other things that I do online. Other podcasts like Apocrypals or Xena Warrior Business or War Rocket Ajax or Snack Situation or Movie Fighters. Or uh, I'm on Retronauts quite a bit these days. All that stuff is yours for the taking at the-isb.com. <laughs> also, go to your local comic book store and buy some of my comics. That's a that's a the long form sell this time. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. People people got to know. Yep. All right, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We will be back next time for episode one hundred and sixty four. The golden crystal appears. Nehellenia's magic. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.